Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this afternoon. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment in my college football breakdown series, continuing to break down all 133 teams at the FBS level. And in this segment, I will be continuing with the Eastern Michigan Eagles, who last season went 9-4 and four and 5-3. and three. A Really, really nice season for the Eagles, but Three, the three home conference losses, uh, they tied for first in the West, but unfortunately they lost to Toledo, who they tied with. Toledo won the tiebreaker and advanced to uh, to the conference championship game where they later won. Eastern Michigan had those three conference home losses to uh, Toledo, like I said. Then they lost to Buffalo, and then they who, who made a bowl. Then they lost a home to Northern Illinois, who only had three wins last season, so unfortunately the Eagles fell short of making their first trip to Detroit for the MAC championship game um, but this year they they got it they got a real chance this year and and we'll get into that Chris Crichton their head coach I think coach Creighton is um, the best coach in college football that nobody talks about he he is a absolutely fantastic football coach and he has turned around a program at EMU that was uh, to to be quite frank, arguably the worst in college football at the FBS level. I mean, it, it was an absolute disaster, I guess you could say. Um, but he, what he has done during his tenure here is absolutely unbelievable. And, and quite frankly, I, I'm a former head coach myself, and I, I'm baffled that he hasn't um, had the opportunity to move on to the next to the next level to a, to a P5 program or whatever maybe and maybe he has and he just wants he loves where he's at and th- that would be fantastic if that's if that's the case but I I've never I've not heard his name mentioned in some of these other jobs and it really just baffles me that that's the case because I I absolutely think he is uh, phenomenal as a head coach and I know Eastern Michigan fans are, are thrilled that he's there I mean it, it, it it's some amazing success that they've had last year they won a bowl game for the second time in program history so just an amazing season for them last year and i know they're not satisfied though and this team in 2023 uh, could be special but let's go ahead and dive in the breakdown the emu eagles play at uh, reinerson stadium uh, i had the privilege of going there <clears throat> It was midweek match against Western Michigan, not last year in 2022, but in 2021. And I, and I absolutely enjoyed my experience. Uh, great fans. Uh, and and being just being able to go to midweek match is always fun, no matter where you go. But uh, Reinerson Stadium was a, was a beautiful, is a beautiful stadium. I can't wait to go back. Um, normally, I don't like stadiums that have tracks around them. And Eastern Michigan has that. Um, I'm, I'm not a fan of that usually. But it, it works well for them, um, and, and, I, and I enjoy it. And, and I think, of course, many people know Reinerson uh, as the factory. Um, the, the introduction that they do where they break down the wall and run through and have the lights flash and everything, it, it's pretty cool in person, I have to tell you. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that experience seeing that. And then, of course, what the factory is known for is that gray field. On TV, I understand people, I, I myself included in this, I thought it was a little hard to watch on TV, but in person, it's really, really cool, actually. I, I like it. And I, actually, I love it. I think it's a fantastic look, especially for what they're going for with that factory vibe. Um, this team 
they they fit that factory vibe uh, and coach Crichton and what they do i mean they play extremely hard they punch you in the mouth and win or lose they're going to keep punching you in the mouth after the game too they they just i mean th- this is a really really good program that coach Crichton has built and i i i have become a fan i i really honestly have become a fan of them and what they're doing uh, moving on now to a coach on the rise within the program uh, I'm going with uh, recently appointed offensive coordinator Mike Piatowski um, is in his fourth year at EMU. He was a uh, <clears throat> record-setting quarterback at Drake University and uh, now serves as a offensive coordinator here. And, and in his coaching career, he, he's risen through the ranks pretty quickly. Like I said, he played at Drake, was an offensive intern at Montana in 2013, moved on to NAI Midland University where he served as a GA and running backs coach in 2014, 2015, same role, but with the tight ends. And then 2016 through 18, he served as a grad assistant on the offensive side with Eastern Michigan, 18 through 20, did the same thing in Indiana, and then returned back to Eastern Michigan as, the, as a quarterback's coach. Um, in 2020, 2021, 2022, uh, got bumped to passing game coordinator along with the quarterback coach. And then, of course, this year has received the promotion uh, to offensive coordinator, still has that quarterback coach tag. Uh, but like I said, he had a uh, fantastic career. 2012, he was the Pioneer Football League Offensive Player of the Year. They went 7-1 and one in the conference while he was at Drake. Uh, in his junior year, he ranked 11th in the nation FCS in passing efficiency at 151.4 and 21st in total offense at basically 254 yards uh, accounted for a game. So a really talented player, and I'm really excited to see what he's able to do with the offense moving forward. Um, they, they, of course, they're going to have to uh, figure out the quarterback position. That's going to be the number one thing for this year for them. And, and but they got guys on the roster that they can really rely on, and I and I'll dive into that when I get to the positions breakdown. But uh, Coach Piatowski, I think, is going to do some really good things here. Uh, looking now at the Eagles' uh, 2023 schedule, they open up Friday, September 1st, against FCS foe Howard. Um, the next Saturday is their toughest game of the year. They go to Minnesota. Uh, game's going to be at night on Big Ten Network. Um, then they follow up. They play UMass. And go to Jacksonville State. So a very favorable um, non-conference schedule for the Eagles. And Minnesota better be ready because EMU won at Arizona State last year. Minnesota lost a a good amount from their team from last season. And uh, has a new quarterback. Some new faces across the board. Um, And that's a winnable game for Eastern Michigan. Then they start MAC play. They go to Central Michigan. Uh, They host Ball State. Host Kent State go to Northern Illinois and host Western Michigan. And then they start midweek matching Wednesday, November 8th. They go to uh, Toledo, which which could be for all the marbles in the West, potentially. Um, they play Tuesday, November 14th. They host Akron. And Tuesday, November 21st, they go to Buffalo. Um, looking at their schedule, I think that non-conference schedule sits, sets up really, really well for them. They can win at Minnesota. They really can. Um Jacksonville State is going to be an interesting team bumping up from the FCS to FBS, but again, that's a game that Eastern Michigan should win. Then looking at their conference slate, uh, the thing that jumps out at me, um, they have to go to Central Michigan. That's a winnable game, though. Eastern Michigan is better. Um, 
But the other three road games in conference play at NIU, at Toledo, and at Buffalo will be difficult. Um, NIU and Toledo are the other two favorites in the West. It seems this year there's a pretty clear um, separation between Toledo, NIU, and EMU from the rest of the West. Um, but again, you got to play it out. And then they got to go to Buffalo, who is my sleeper in the MAC conference. Um, just they're they're going to be a good football team with a lot back. But but I I firmly believe in what this Eastern Michigan football team is doing, and I and I'm I'm not ready to pick it yet. But I really think this team can win the MAC West. I think they are in great shape now. Diving into the breakdown now, position by position, starting offensively. Again, the question of who will be quarterback at EMU, um, it, 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 that's that's a big question entering the season. Austin Smith seems like the logical answer after starting four games last season. Also watch Cameron McCoy and Juco transfer Eek Udugwagu III. They will compete for the job as well. Uh, like I said, Austin Smith seems like the logical answer here. He performed well in the games that he played in last season. Uh, the running back room is set with a one-two punch of Samson Evans and Jalen Jackson. Evans was second-team All-Mac last season uh, and ran for 1,166 yards and 15 touchdowns. The only wasn't, reason he wasn't first-team is because he was behind uh, Carson Steele and Marquise Cooper. Uh, so now this year he will definitely be first-team All-Mac. All he is a fantastic running back. He's exactly what this program looks for. Uh, he's a hard runner. His hard running style is perfect here. And then uh, Jackson, Jalen Jackson is a speedster. It's a good combination of the two. He's great catching the ball uh, out of the backfield, and he's a real force on special teams, which I'll get to later. Uh, the receiving core loses some valuable pieces at wide receiver. Um, they return wide receivers Tanner uh, Kuhn, and then uh, Hansel Zayat uh, returns from an injury from last season along with tight end Andreas Pazowski, uh and uh, Max Reese uh, at the tight end position as well. Uh, the additions of wide receivers Von Swinton from Indiana, Terry Lockett from Michigan State, and, and Juco players are huge for this unit. Ex expect Swinton and Lockett to, to do some good things. And, of course, Tanner Kuhn is a really good receiver. He's their leading guy back. Uh, I expect really good things from him. Uh, the offensive line returns right tackle Brian Dooley, who was second team All-Mac last year, and right guard Alex Howie. Uh, the additions of left tackle Chris Mayo from West Virginia, Owen Snively from Colorado State, and Dan Sunderman from D2 Central Missouri are big. Uh, center Dimitri Douglas has plenty of experience as well. So a pretty good offensive line. They do lose uh, their anchor in City So, who's now off to the NFL. Uh, shifting to the defense now. The defensive line loses All-American and uh, MAC Defensive Player of the Year, defensive end Jose Ramirez, and his 12 sacks from last season. Uh, defensive end Mikey Haney uh, returns from an injury that kept him out all of last season. Uh, he is joined by Carter Evans, Joseph Zielinski, Sterling Miles, and Micah Coleman. Uh, defensive tackles Peyton Prince, Alex Merritt, Melvin Swindle, and Tim Grant Randall also have experience so, yes, they lose an All-American, but uh, still a really solid group there at the on the defensive line. The linebacking core returns uh, starters uh, Joseph Sparacio, who had 89 tackles, and Chase Klein, who had 91 tackles. 
they form one of the best duos in the MAC. Then both Zach Mochen and uh, Luke Cameron have experience as well. The secondary is absolutely loaded for Eastern Michigan. Safeties Joshua Scott, Quintavious uh, Skanderet, Cameron Smith, Josh McCarty, and David Carter form a solid rotation there. And then cornerbacks Kempton Shine, TJ Peavy, and Juco transfer Jaheim Jenkins <clears throat> can, can lock it down on the outside. Really, really good secondary, and that's huge in the pass-happy MAC. Uh, shifting to special teams now, EMU has one of the best special team units in the MAC. Kicker Jose Gomez and punter Mitchell Tomzek are as good as they come and both earned All-MAC honors last year. Tomzek was first-team All-MAC as a punter. Um, Jalen Jackson, uh, who I mentioned in the running back at the running back position, is an elite kick returner. Uh, he scored once last season. Uh, teams tr- tend not to kick to him. He's a heck of a <clears throat> heck of a weapon back there. Final analysis now. This is my opinion on the Eagles heading into the season. Chris Crichton is the best coach in college football that no one talks about. I mentioned that in the intro, and I firmly believe that. Um, absolutely great football coach. And I know Eastern Michigan fans are probably going to want me to shut up about that so nobody else knows about it, but I, I'm a huge fan of what he's done. And like I said, I'm a former college head coach, uh, and I respect him at, at, at all levels. He, he is fantastic. Uh, winning nine games and a bowl with the second in program history is massive for EMU. Now the Eagles have their eyes set on the MAC title, which is uh, something that they have – they have not done since 1987, and that's the only time they've ever done it. And they've never played in the MAC championship game in Detroit, um, just down the street uh, from them, honestly. And, and this is a team that can absolutely get to that point. I know I, I thought last year was going to be the year for them. They lost those three conference home games, though, that really kept them from from getting there. They just, they just had to flip the script on one of those games, and they would have been there. But this team, I think, this year – has a great opportunity to do it. Just those they now they play those games on the road. They go to NIU. They go to Toledo. They go to Buffalo. Tough, tough, tough stretch there for them. But this team's good enough to do it, and they're well coached, and they'll be prepared. They'll be ready to do it. Like I said, nobody out toughs this team. So, thanks guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed this. Love doing these breakdowns. One of the favorite things I get to do every year. Uh, please like, subscribe, or ever listen to the podcast. Get the podcast Twitter account to follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good day. God bless.